So in the few moments that we have left to us, let's just have a look at John's Gospel very briefly and uh, see what we can discover. If you were here with us last week or you've listened online, you rem you'll remember me saying that uh, John's Gospel is very different. The other three Gospels are called the Synoptic Gospels because they see things together. They give us the history. John gives us the mystery, as it were. And... Uh, John, he calls himself the disciple that Jesus loved because he's aware of this extravagant love that Jesus has for him. Towards the end of his life, John is based in Ephesus and he's overseeing seven key churches in Asia. That's where the book Revelation of John comes, comes out of his relationship with those churches. When the early church was struggling and persecuted, John stood strong as one of their leaders. And towards the end of the life, his life, he... He sits down and he writes uh, this incredible gospel uh, and uh, it has no parables in it, but it has plenty of miracles. It uses extravagant language, mysterious language to describe uh, the things of God. And uh, again, I said last week, if we were to write down the top 10 of our favorite Bible verses, chances are, that at least one or two of those would be from John's Gospel. So uh, we're using the, the, the name of our church, New Life, just to focus in for a few weeks on what John has to say to us, particularly to start with in John chapter 1. So if you want to put those, those words of the, uh, the, my title up, I've called it this, and this is not me speaking, this is God speaking. I've called today what we're just going to look at. I said it, I made it, I show it. And that's some of the key things that we get from, from these verses in John chapter 1. Uh, you've got some Bibles on your tables if you want to turn to them or if you want to open it up on your phone or get your Bible out. Or if I'm going to read from John chapter 1, the first five verses. We read these last week uh, and we focused last week really on that word life. Uh, but we're going to look at a broader picture today. In the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness and has not overcome it. Amen. And... Uh, As we look at these some things, some key things out of John chapter 1, verse 1 to 5 today, uh, God tells us something here of God's divinity and our humanity, of the pre-existence of Jesus. That means that Jesus didn't just burst into life when he was born as a baby, that Jesus was always there. And something about God's revelation and the sacrifice that he was going to make. And uh, the first point is, I said it, the life of Jesus in eternity. In the beginning was the word. When we hear those words, in the beginning, what do we immediately think of? Somewhere else in scripture? Genesis, yeah. So when John's writing this with a Jewish audience in mind, he's reminding them the same God who revealed himself through Jesus is the God that breathed life into creation and spoke the word 
into creation. He's telling us that Jesus is a natural extension of all that God has done before. And in fact, that Jesus was with God as he's done all those things before. The word, logos, the spoken word of God, that Jesus is reflecting the full personality and the creative power of God himself. And John is reminding us that it's God's spoken word that set this whole world in motion. And I want to remind you that the God who spoke the word, the world into creation is still the God that speaks today. The God that still wants to speak into your life today. The God that wants to speak into our lives as a church community. And God may speak directly. We might hear God and see him in a revelation, in a, in a, in a dream, in our quiet time. We just as likely might hear God as we pray together or as we open the scripture together or as we have conversations together. And John is reminding us of this vitality that comes from Jesus, that he was with God in the beginning and he's with us now. The word was God and the word was with God and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. John, how many more times do you want to put the word word and God and was and with together? It's like he's using every variety of it there to reinforce the importance of that message. John wants us to read this first introductory words and use it as the lens through which we, we read everything else that he's got to say to us. And that's important, that life starts and finishes with Jesus. He's the lens that we use to see the world, to see other people, to see ourselves. Those of you who wear glasses know the importance of the right lens. Those of you who live in a household where somebody else wears glasses and they look like yours, but they've got the different lenses in, you know the challenges when you pick up those glasses and you put them on and you can't see anything. Seeing clearly is important. And John is establishing here that actually the lens with which we see the world is the spoken word of God into creation and into our life. And that's our reminder every week that God gives us this opportunity to see life around us through the eyes and the words of Jesus. And the second thing that God speaks to us through John's writings in this in these early verses is, I made it. In Jesus is life. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made. That has been made. In him was life and that life was the light of men. We talked about last week that word life, that John is using this phrase Zoe, life, for full life, abundant life, eternal life. He's reminding us that that life is right now and not just pie in the sky when we die. He's talking, if you like, this is the original green statement that God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit created and what they've created is beautiful. That everything, the vastness of the universe, the minuteness of the atom is created by a God 
who defines what creation is. Life doesn't just come through him, life is in him. And it's the first uses here of that word Zoe that we said is permeated all the way through his gospel. 36 times, the word gave life to everything. This is what the New Living Translation said. The word gave life to everything that was created and his life brought light to everyone. Two common themes in John's gospel, life and light. The song about Jesus being the light of the world and we're reminded here that in the darkest places the light can shine the brightest and so what well so what for us well it's this that endless eternal life isn't just sort of an endless existence in the future it's a present day reality and that the full life the blessed life the zoe life god's omnipresence god's love is available to us right now and we talked last week a little bit about the choices that we have, that every situation we, we face, good or bad, every conversation we go into, every place we are, every challenge, every blessing that's on us, we can see through our Zoe life or we can see through our natural life. And the devil wants nothing more from you than to see life through your natural self rather than through the Zoe life that God gives you. Because once we step into that area of natural life, carnal life, then the, wor the world gets in the way. Our flesh gets in the way. The devil can get up to all types of tricks. And so our challenge is that we believe that the whole framework that we live in is created and ordained by God. There's nowhere that we can escape him. There's nowhere he doesn't want to be. There's no challenge, no situation that we find ourselves in that God doesn't want us to put him first in. And we're reminded that of all the incredible creation that God has done, he's created you and he's created me. And then the third thing, I show it. God says, I don't just speak it. I haven't just made it. I show it. I demonstrate my goodness through light and life. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. Light is mentioned a lot in John's gospel. And John describes the remarkable invasion that God has of the world around us the incarnation of Jesus. He describes it as light shining in the darkness. We touch on that in December in our Christmas services. But John says, look, there is going to be conflict. Look at the life of Jesus. John is preempting when he gets to the story of the death and the resurrection of Jesus, Jesus will be misunderstood. Jesus will be persecuted. Jesus will be wrongly arrested. Jesus will be accused, eventually crucified. But the eternal light of God will not be extinguished. And you might face difficulties. You might face troubles. You might face hardship. You might be breathing a sigh of relief that a tough old year of 2022 has passed. Or you might be facing some real challenges in 2023. But you can live in the reality that the eternal light of God will not be extinguished. 
And throughout gospel, throughout John's gospel, he shows us and comes back to this reality of the light of Jesus overcoming the darkness. In fact, he's saying, look, whatever dark stuff is going on, it never has the authority to suppress the light of God. And so, what's the so what for us? What's the, well, does it make a difference for us? Well, I guess it's this. That when we love Jesus, the word, and we allow his fiery truth to burn in us, then we're actually coming ablaze with Christ himself. Those early Pentecostal pioneers of the Elim movement would talk about being ablaze with the fire of God in them. Jesus, the word made flesh. And so it has some fundamental realities for us. Perhaps we think, well, how we treat the Bible as the word of God is how we treat Jesus. How committed are we to encountering Jesus as we open the Bible up day by day, whether it's on a phone app, or whether it's a paper Bible or audio Bible or whatever? You know, I've been realizing that if we neglect the living word of God, the Bible, we're neglecting Jesus. If we're not spending time in his presence, praying, seeking his word, seeking his direction, then it's as if we're saying we can get by on our own. We're choosing that option. If we're too busy to read the Bible, if we're too busy to pray, we are too busy, full stop. If we are, think we can get by and our own strength for all that the world throws at us, then we're recognizing, we're not recognizing rather that Zoe life that God wants to give us. God wants us to be light in the darkness. That starts in our own life, letting God into the darkest places, our fears, our trials, our temptations, our difficulties. And so I guess all I want to say before I pray and finish is that last week we said, are we up for the challenge of going into 2023 living as people of life and as people of light? I want to say that same challenge again. If we're expecting to walk into that place that Ben was talking about this morning of, of fruit and fruitfulness, and living out of the fruit of the Spirit, then we want to be people who say, Lord, we need your Zoe life. We need your light of Jesus in our lives. Let's pray together and then we're done. Father, we thank you for the reality of those words. The light shines in the darkness but the darkness has not overcome it. And Lord, we pray this morning that your light would shine. We think right now of situations and circumstances in our own life, in our family, 
loved ones that we're concerned for. We think of the names of men and women who we've been praying for this week in our social media. And we pray that the light of Jesus might shine in the dark situations that they find themselves in. We thank you for the confidence that we take from these words of John this morning. That the God who spoke the world into existence still wants to speak. We thank you that the God who made this world that we live in is still in the business of creating and bringing life through Jesus. And we thank you that through your life and through your light, you have shown us your love. And we pray this morning that we might be people who through your life and your light in us might show your love and your reality to those around us. We pray that at the start of 2023, New Life Church might seek you, might live out of your Zoe life and might shine your eternal light into the dark places that need Jesus. So send us out in that spirit, we pray. In the name of Jesus. Amen.